0: This is Glenn Hauser with World of Radio, 2228. World of Radio is a listener-supported public service program about communications around the world, above all shortwave. On this edition recorded February 1st. Andorra, Antarctica, Brazil... Bulgaria, China, Congo, Cuba, Europe, India, Kurdistan, Peru, Romania, Spain, Sweden, Taiwan, Turkey, Ukraine, UK, USA, Vanuatu, Vatican, and the Propagation Outlook. Standard Disclaimer. The next Radio Andorra broadcast takes place Sunday, February 4th, says Christian Gibor in France, via the British DX Club. The subject of the talk will be the creation of Radio Océan, the little sister of Radio Andorra in the Pyrenees Atlantique in the mid-1960s. That's at 17-19 UT on 6005, and 20-22 on 3985. Those frequencies belong to the 1-kilowatt low power German station in Calcrecco. Many thanks to Horacio Negro, La Galena del Sur in Uruguay, for updating information about the status of LRA-36, Antarctica. On January 29th, he forwarded a translation from the original post on the DX Diexnosar's WhatsApp group, coming from the director of Orion Argentina, Adrián Corol. Alejandro Petreca, chief of the LRA-1 transmitter plant, and Claudio Garcia, technical director of Radio Nacional El Bolson, and am operator with previous experience at LRA-36, finally arrived at joint antarctic Base Esperanza today. Their mission is to perform maintenance and optimization work on the audio chain, install a new console, place the FM antenna on the tower that will be used for the LRA-36 new shortwave transmitter. Upon arrival, they discovered that the output stage of the Collins HF80 transmitter, which used to transmit LRA-36 on 15476, was burned out. They also found the tower sections for the shortwave antenna, and the audio console had not yet arrived. LRA 36 broadcast regularly until January 13th. Then Juan Benavente, the architect of many, if not all, LRA 36 achievements in recent years, was unfairly recalled. With Benavente's departure, the radio was left in the hands of unqualified people, evident by the fact that the transmitter burned out the day after Benavente returned. Petreca and Garcia are installing the FM antenna for local coverage. It's estimated the new studio console and audio distributor donated by TrialCom thanks to a personal effort by Juan Benavente, will arrive at the base by the end of next week. The output board of the transmitter is also being sent to replace the burned one and keep it in operation during February. If Juan Benavente had been coordinating, none of these situations would have occurred. Unfortunately, political favors promoted by the previous administration left LRA-36 abandoned in its most important mission, shortwave transmission. Juan Benavente must return to LRA-36 as soon as possible to sustain the radio until the arrival of the new, donated transmitter. I estimate that if they agree and the planets align, we could resume LRA-36 shortwave broadcasts before the end of February. Thanks for spreading this information, Adrián Corol, Director of RAI. Then, two days later, both Horacio Negro and Manuel Mendes forwarded news, on January 31st, with less than an hour's notice, there would be a test transmission from LRA-36 between 20 and 22 UT adjustment signals, IDs, and music with brief interruptions. We got the word out in time and many listeners were trying for it. The signal was quite poor, but detectable by some in North America, not me. But it was back to the usual level when I monitored it via the remote in Argentina. I was mostly music with some IDs, not only for LRA-36, but for Rye, and some interruptions in transmission. Then a Russia-Ford um, News of another test transmission on Friday, February 2nd, at 23 UT for two hours, and the UT Saturday, February 3rd at 0100. Always 15476 USB. Manuel forwards News from Célio Romais in Brazil. On January 29th, Marquis noticed, in Unai, Minas Gerais, that the three shortwave frequencies of Superhaji Boa Vontagi Radios in Porto Alegre were out. He got in touch with the station's technician, Geson Sungedish. Who said the station is in the process of migrating to FM? Therefore, he asked the government to remove the frequencies of 6160, 9550, and 11895 from the air, and so it was done. Therefore, yet another broadcaster abandons short waves. That's one station I rarely or hardly ever heard, probably because of its limited schedule. The Observer blog from Bulgaria used to provide lots of valuable shortwave monitoring information but it suddenly stopped without explanation about a year ago. Now our group has finally heard from Ivo Ivanov, who was behind that blog, and I quote what he says. Colleagues, unfortunately, I no longer have any desire to do the blog and the radio. That's why a person whose name I won't mention is to blame, and it doesn't matter. The 10 years I've devoted to the blog and 45 years to the radio are enough. There are other pleasant things in my life instead of someone constantly annoying me. Today marks 12 years since the actual closure of Radio Bulgaria. This is from me, he says. Stay healthy and wish you a very 73 and 88. Ivo Ivanov. Then many World of Radio group members replied with regrets and wishing him well, as do we. Ricky Long in Alberta reports. China in Cantonese via Cuba on wrong frequency. 6180 around 0455 UT January 27th. I noticed VRI in Cantonese was missing from 5910 and stumbled upon a strong signal playing some music and operatic music on 6180. I immediately recognized it, as with the female host of the Kennedy's programs on CRI. I can only assume someone at the transmitter site forgot to retune from the earlier relays, and luckily I don't believe anyone else occupies 6180 at that hour. As we reported before, Radio Congo Brazzaville had reactivated on 6115. Manuel Mendez in Lugo, Spain kept monitoring for it and says... Checked from 24 to 29 January at about 06 and 19 UT, there was no signal on the frequency. Then on January 31st, he was hearing it again from 1802 until off at 1831, a strong carrier, but extremely weak audio. As usual, when it is on the air, transmission cut off abruptly about 1830 or a little later. It's very irregular. Most days off the air, there seems to be problems with the transmitter. As Rick Barton reported from Arizona last week, Cuban spy numbers returned on 11635, and now he's heard some more frequencies. 11530 at 1757, January 25th. Then at 1805 it dropped off 11530, but popped up on 11635, not following the schedule they used to have before. Transmission closed suddenly at 1850. Wolfgang Bischl came across another one, January 27th, at 0953 on 12180. The only shortwave frequency of Radio Revelde in Cuba, 5025, has been missing a lot, but sometimes comes on. And January 28th at 0500, Bill Tilford in Indiana was not hearing Revelde on that frequency. Instead, it was identifying as Havana Radio. I heard that too at 0749. Havana Radio is on FM only in Havana. A little-known station since it's neither on AM nor shortwave. Michel Framy in Belgium explains... It was a special program of Radio Revelde, broadcasting ceremonies and concerts to mark the 25th anniversary of Havana Radio. Of course, this is not to be confused with a similar ID, but always in a different order, Radio Havana Cuba. Alan Rowe found the website for the Havana Radio. It is .cu, And in the next few days, Havana Radio would be heard sporadically on the Revelde frequency 5025. David Crawford in Florida says regular Radio Vivaldi programming continued on its AM and FM frequencies. Michel Frémy's radio magazine has more details about it. It seems it's only 20 watts, or originally only that low power on 106.9 FM, just designed to be heard around Old Havana. It's involved in restoring that part of the city. And the antenna was on the roof of the studio. All filed under Europe, since location unknown, although it could be the Netherlands, a Dutch-language station heard on 9965, At 1345 UT, January 31st, says John Gleason, Birmingham, in the British DX Club. Pop, music, and announcements in Dutch. Who could it be? John Vinter Nielsen in Denmark replies, Radio Caroline 319 or Pirate Station Radio 319. From Paraíba, Brazil, JRX, José Ronaldo Xavier, reports on Akashvani are All India Radio from the Bengaluru site on 15410, January 31st. At 0211, they were in Nepali. At 0230, news in Hindi. And then at 0245, beginning 15 minutes of news in English, that's the spotlight program, which they've been inserting into other language services. Kurdistan, non, On January 28th, Wolfgang Dussel explains about differentiating the Turkish jammer from Dengagel. They're operating on various frequencies, not always the same ones, just above 11.5 megahertz. He says the Turkish jammer is always an odd plus 8 to 13 hertz on the upper side flank of the 25-meter band channels. Plays mostly Turkish Osmanic Empire world Near East music, also army band brass music. But on Dengagel, it's mostly talk by Kurdish nationals. On Asilomar State Beach, California, Ron Howard wondering, is the Peruvian on 4930.53 no longer active with Radio Pitumarca in Siquani via Radio Surandina? It was being heard last October and November after 0930 UT as a new station. Then he got a reply from Rafael Rodriguez in Colombia Yes, Radio Pitumarca is off. I haven't heard anything since mid December. I asked about the situation to Senor Roosevelt Pellido, Cahuascanco. Who publishes notes on the Radio Pietumarca Facebook page, but he did not reply. However, Radio Senda Christian is more active, yet not every day, on 4820. Bronhard was hearing it January 30th at 1029 with religious songs and preaching, but poor reception. January 28th at 0142, I had a 30 over 9 big sig on 9700. Rock songs with a heavy disco beat of 120 per minute. The lyrics all in English. What could it be? It was Radio Romania International as finally ID'd at zero one hundred forty seven and back to more music. Alan Rowe has this listed in his Music on Shortwave scheduled as the program As We Like, Hour 2, Club and Party Music, UT Sundays only at 01 to 02. At the same hour, 24 hours later on UT Mondays, they're scheduled with folk music. January 31st at 15.37 I had about an equal level mixture on 17.790, WRMI in English, and Romania in Romanian. It's a failure of HF coordination, since there's a one-hour overlap, despite loads of vacant frequencies on the 16 meter band. Perhaps radically different target areas did not energize any red flags. RI of site is 285 degrees for France, and WRMI is 160 degrees for Central and South America. Hopefully it will reach the original target, Africa, as it did before the eastward antenna was hurricane. I continue trying to monitor the token English broadcasts from Spanish National Radio. Half an hour only, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 23 on 9690 for North America and the three other frequencies, 12030, 17715, and 17755. On Friday, January 26th, it was especially interesting. No news that time, but the subject was Ecuador, from a tourism promotion event in Malaga. There were many different interviewees with some Andean music, and Different topics, such as coffee and butterflies. Worth hearing via the podcast, which should be up. did 2701. Go to rtve.es and look for playing audios of their English language broadcasts. By the way, 9690 at 2320, when I checked it via the remote in Holland, was marred by heavy over-the-horizon radar clatter extending from 9690 to 9710. On Monday, January 29th, there was more from the Tourism Expo, this time, about Lanzarote in the Canary Islands. And on January 31st, Wednesday, the English broadcast was about the Royal Collections Gallery. February 13th, Tuesday this year, is World Radio Day, proclaimed by UNESCO, and that provokes some special programming. The Karikaglio in Finland, the Swedish DX Federation, offers a special broadcast for this a one-hour show with a number of interviews and other features, and a mailbag session, bilingual in Swedish and English. In the world's shortest music show, listeners find out about traditional music from Peru. This is produced and presented by Jürgen Lindemark. It's broadcast twice on Channel 292 Germany, 9670 at 10 and 14 UT, February 13th. January 28th at 0112, I had a barely audible carrier with flutter on well, the unusual frequency of 18.040 in the aeronautical band. I was not expecting any broadcaster, but it's listed in Aoki at midnight of 02UT, in Kuan Yin, Taiwan. It's a number station, translated as star-star. The media magazine you monitor with your mind, World of Radio, 2228, a non-commercial service, as is our website, worldofradio.com. Voluntary financial support, very much appreciated. Our thanks this week to Michael Bue in Texas, who sent a contribution via PayPal to W-O-R-A-D-I-O at Yahoo.com. He says, Glenn, your efforts are much appreciated. Thanks for World of Radio, a valuable resource. We may also contribute by money order or check on a U.S. bank to Glenn Hauser, P.O. Box 1684, ENID OK 73702. By continued monitoring or attempts to do so, Voice of Turkey. English North America at 2300 on 5960. On January 26th, there was no signal, but I then found it on 9610. Another instance of failing to change transmitter frequency after the English hour at 2130 is over, supposedly aimed 105 degrees towards Southeast Asia, but sufficiently audible here. And sign off at 2354, as usually happens was as if this were the 13.30 broadcast on 13.635. Something's a riot anchor, erroneous at Emmerler. More on this date, it did not go off the air after English It stayed on for Germans starting at midnight UT, January 27th, until finally cut off in the middle at midnight 31. So there was a double mistake in this case. The next day, January 27th, there was no signal on 5960 or 9610. Instead, 5960 was occupied by XJRTV and Chinese from East Turkestan, which comes on about 2311. On Sunday, January 28th, as reported last week, the reactivated letterbox was heard again on 5960. The announcer was mostly reading reception reports for QSLs, and he said, by the way, they do not issue eQSLs just by post, but it may take a while. The correspondents were from the UK, three from India, Finland, Italy, USA, Lucas Pandora from BC, Canada, and from Germany. And he said it would be back next week. The rest of the broadcast from 2329 was unusually nothing but songs until sign-off. On January 29th, it was barely audible direct, so I checked via Juventa and found there was heavy interference from East Turkestan. While Turkey was 13 Hertz on the bus side, 2340, there was one of their new programs called That's Why. Something about sunlight and claiming our sun is at the center of the Milky Way rather than the outskirts. Can sign off this date, went back to the one that's totally wrong, giving all the times as if they were UT, but they're really local, plus three. It was not off the air on January 30th, but too noisy and fadey direct. January 31st, not off the air either for a new program segment called The Middle East and Turkey. This was about relations with Kuwait and a 2347 sports panorama but it was chopped off the air early at 2351 before sign-off. In our world of radio group, we've had quite a discussion about external broadcasting from Ukraine, or the lack of it. Walt Samenov of NBC, of Ukrainian Heritage says, Ukraine has always had a very weak international voice compared to the huge sums spent on propaganda and misinformation by Russia. A few dollars spent to counter this is money well spent. Kharkiv is an interesting example. The cities in the East and always had a sizable pro-Russian stance but now that's completely changed since the invasion of the Muscovites. I wish that Radio Ukraine International had a higher profile. It once produced some really good English-language programming. Bill Tilford replies, Considering the tens of billions the U.S. is pouring into Ukraine, and considering that the cost of a single Tomahawk cruise missile is about two mega dollars, the U.S. could have earmarked a few mils to help Ukraine put up something akin to the old RUI in English for U.S. listeners even if only as a daily hour-long podcast. Better still, something that can also be relayed by other shortwave stations. Alexander Miatnikov in Dnipro, Ukraine says, Ukraine's international multimedia broadcasting platform delivers news stories in Ukrainian, English, German, Spanish, French, Japanese, and Polish. Not a substitute for radio, but it's something. It's at ukrinform.net. Richard Langley in New Brunswick says, I discovered one approximately 20-minute English-language program. It's now broadcast on Saturdays at about 21.30 UT. It's called The Indestructible, about experiences of journalists during the war in Ukraine, financed by the European Union, following a half-hour program in Romania. I think that's all we have in English from Ukraine at the moment. That is via Radio Baltic Waves Lithuania on 1386 Medium Wave, which can be heard via remotes in Europe. Alex Miatnikov says it's every Saturday at 21.28 2144 UT. The only English language program left after January 1st, on 1386. Bill Tilford says, there still doesn't appear to be any audio aimed at North America on the RUI website. A strange oversight, considering the amount of money we send that way. Honestly, whoever is in charge of disseminating international info in the government should probably be sacked for gross incompetence or worse. Walt Sumonive replies, I hear your frustration, Bill, but Honestly, for a nation fighting for its own survival, I'm going to cut them some slack. With almost daily or nightly Muscovite missile attacks at civilian infrastructure, it's amazing that society keeps functioning at all. And Bill Tilford replies, Getting out the narrative is as much a part of modern warfare as missiles and tanks. Even the ten minutes that had been going to WRMI aren't going there anymore. One has to be a highly motivated searcher to find and use what's online in English. Ukrainians are a heroic people, but so were Kurds and some others, and if they don't learn how to do a better job of fighting on that front, the West will become increasingly diffident about continuing support. Mike Terry points out a forthcoming programming on BBC Radio 4. Do we still need the PIPs, marking the centenary of the Greenwich time signal on BBC, Monday, 5 February at 2100 GMT, and it will be available online later. And another discussion about BBC Radio 4 closing down long-wave 198 kHz, which is expected. Stephen Lewis Houston says, I usually listen to newsroom from World Service at 0400 on 198 via the remote in Holland. I don't think a shutdown date for 198 has been confirmed by BBC. Radio 4 programs unique to 198 would be discontinued at the end of March, is my understanding, with a long-wave shutoff happening later in the year or in 2025. Kai Ludwig in Germany replies, it depends on the teleswitch signal used to control power meters, a third-party application. Thus, the BBC avoids clear statements on this matter. The number of possible scenarios is limited. There should be hardly any other ones than these three. 1. Transmitters will be turned off, killing teleswitch no matter what. Or 2. A silent carrier, like has been going on for seven years from France on longwave 162. Or 3. Transmitters still modulated with the FM feed of Radio 4 with potentially awkward communication from the BBC, that is no real service anymore, just accidental presence of program audio that could cease at any moment. But what appears to be sure is that the medium wave fill transmitters will definitely be turned off. On WRMI 5950, UT Monday, January 29th at 0420, I run across some nice ambient music where I was listening to Encore the previous hour at 03 with classical music. This was Radio Catface International, apparently scheduled only this one hour per week on WRMI at 0400 Mondays. I searched out the website, but it was also announced. It's meowr.net. I don't know if they always play ambient music, but there are some playlists of previous programs and links to an attempt by Gero, G-U-E-R-O, which means blonde, to reorganize WRMI schedules into more usable formats. Check it out in the OWR.net slant sked grid, S-K-E-D-G-R-I-D. Then we hear direct from Garrow or Guero, saying the grid is for all to use, and with a different link to it, www.guerogram.org slant home slant schedules. In the NASA flash sheet, Greg Majewski in Connecticut, reports hearing WBCQ 6160. UT Monday, January 22nd, from midnight 4 until low 100, with a show by Radio Klamestein with RF Burns. Music and announcements. says it was a free radio station from somewhere on the East Coast. That's the same hour as Harry Shears' little Show on the other BCQ, 7490. NBCDX, Nuri Streichhardt says, I'm presenting the first program under my artist's name as the Henry Norman Show, a test program on WBCQ. Since Channel 292 Germany had been silent, this is scheduled for UT Friday, February 9th at 0300 on 7490. George McClendon told me that he hoped to have WTWW number 2 transmitter back on the air by the evening of February 1st. Check 5085. Mike Cooper Ford's a story from the Wall Street Journal of January 28th. You might want to look it up. Car industry seeks to crush AM radio. Congress may rescue it. Conservative talk show hosts, FEMA, are fighting car makers, tech industries, in lobbying battle over drive-time radio. The legislation has united lawmakers who ordinarily want nothing to do with one another. Senators Cruz of Texas, Markey of Massachusetts, are leading this Senate effort. On the House side, Speaker Mike Johnson, a former conservative talk radio host, and progressive squad member, Representative Rashida Clay of Michigan, are among the 200 co-sponsors. It's a long story, but concludes with Senator Markey said the industry's assertion that AM radio is passé rings hollow. He compared the auto industry's resistance to the bill to previous opposition to government mandates like seat belts and airbags. See you on the radio, the catchphrase of Charles Osgood, but who would also be heard on the television. He was the host of CBS Sunday Morning for many years, and he died recently. But this week's Sunday Morning, that is January 28th was entirely devoted to Charlie Osgood. It's much recommended if you didn't see it. It's available online from cbsnews.com. On January 26th at 0826 and the 27th at 0610, I was not getting any signal on the latest frequency from Radio Vanuatu 7260, nor on another recent frequency 9960. Ron Howard was not getting it on any of their frequencies, either January 27th at 645, but points out that there was a magnitude 6.5 earthquake near Port Vila, Vanuatu, on January 24th, local time. So that might well explain it. By January 30th at 0748, I was hearing it again, a we exceeded on 7260, as were Gary Pence and Manuel Mendez. And Ron Howard, as of January 31st, found it back on the air and posted his highlights starting at 1013 UT. It went off at 1103. By that later hour, there is some interference from another carrier on the low side. That's from Xinjiang Radio TV, as confirmed by Mount Orton in Finland on 7259.9, with distorted audio. And the British dance Club Christian Givodo in France, has news of another special broadcast for World Radio Day, 13 February. A unique edition of Qui Ital Radio, from the shortwave center of Santa Maria de Galleria, Vatican at 19 UT, a one-hour program recorded in collaboration with Radio Toscana in Florence on 6035, 100 kilowatts in a log periodic antenna, about the history of radio, indicated by the theme of World Radio Day. The initial and final speeches will be in Italian, the second and third in French and English, dividing the hour into four quarters, from 19 to 20 UT. Reports will be confirmed, sent to Web 2012, at italradio.org. On January 29th, 30th and February 1st, around 0730 to 08 UT, I've been hearing DRM noise centered on 7300, plus and minus 5 kilohertz of course. It's unlisted anywhere, and I'm not set up to receive DRM, especially that late at night. I wonder if anyone can identify it. My guess is it might be another test from France, which have been popping up. In IRCA Monitor, Bruce Portzer tells us of his annual Seattle area get-together. Time once again for that, Saturday, February 17th, starting at 2 p.m. Pacific. Be prepared to discuss medium and shortwave listening with fellow hobbyists. The crowd leans heavily toward medium wave DXing, but other bands, shortwave, utility, TV, FM are welcome. You may bring something radio- related to show or demonstrate, such as radios, antennas, or recordings. And feel free to bring potluck snacks. For more information, Bruce Portzer at 206-522-2521, landline, or cell phone 425-599-8490. The propagation outlook from the Space Weather Prediction Center, ANK NSEs 5 and 2, except for some isolated active periods, February 5th and 6th up to 10 and 3. Solar flux rising from 145 February 2nd, to 170 on February 12th. With many thanks to all our stations and contributors, Glen House are inviting you to hear me again next week as I conclude Another World of Radio, number 2228, with a standard disclaimer.